Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and this morning, the photographer Robert Simro, will be making a return visit to our show to explain how you can get some amazing Halloween portraits of your pets. We'll also be visiting with another return guest, Elizabeth Zarkos from Hanalei Horse Rescue, and she's planning a huge adoption event at the Orange County Fairgrounds. Great conversations are just on the other side of our opening break, so keep your radio tuned right here for more of the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewlett, and the very talented and artistic Portrait artist and photographer Robert Semro is joining us now. Hi, Robert. It's been a while since we've talked. Hi, Marie. It has. I've missed you. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> hey, I wanted you to come back on the show because we're getting close to a very fun holiday where a lot of folks get their animals dressed up in costumes. And I'm wondering, as a pet portrait photographer, do you get a lot of uh, Halloween portrait requests? We do, uh, and probably because that's what we're most known for, is creating these fantastic and whimsical scenes. And then instead of dressing up children, we dress up animals (laughs) and put them in the scenes. So we are quite familiar with the dressing of animals. And uh, this time of year, it takes on a whole new meaning. Oh, I bet it does. What have been some of the more uh, memorable costumes you've seen over the years? Oh, gosh, I've seen so many wonderful. People are really creative, and it's because they care so much. I've seen, I think one of my favorites was a sushi roll, (laughs) where they turned their three-pack of dogs into three different types of sushi. That was adorable. (laughs) I've seen, uh, I I think one of the the just general awe moments is the, the Dorothy and Toto with the little child and the dog. Even though, you know, Toto is a dog, they still dress him up like Dorothy. It's really adorable. Wow. But a lot of a lot of fun and creative ones are out there. And, and frankly, we're seeing more and more of them being developed. And uh, I love it. Oh, that is so cool. I bet you have a blast when you're out uh, doing this stuff. I do. You know, I personally own more than 1,500 different costumes and outfits for animals. Oh, so if somebody so. doesn't have a costume, you can help them out? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. We have something for every size. Uh, I'll say dog, but really that that covers the gambit. We've done things with horses, pigs, <laughs> ocelots, uh, you name it. We we've taken a crack at it. It's a lot of fun. Wow. Now I know that a lot of pets aren't particularly thrilled about having costumes uh, put on them. 
Do you have any tips for pet owners on how to make this a little more comfortable or a little more fun, how to ease the dogs into, or any pet, into a costume so that they don't feel like they're trying to get it off? Absolutely. And I think the most important thing, and it's one of the credos we kind of live by, if the animal doesn't want to do it, it's never a good thing to force them to do something they don't want to do. Okay. If they show an interest, um, if they allow you to do certain things, then you can start to build upon that. And what I mean by that is we'll ease them in. Maybe we put something that's very easy, a Velcro-type uh, you know, T-shirt or, or something simple for them to, to ease into before we go into our more elaborate costumes. And you're able to see if the animal is willing to do it or if the animal is going to not enjoy the experience at all. Because okay. um, if the animal's not enjoying it, you're not enjoying it. Yeah, that's true. And you're probably not going to get a good picture if it's pawing at the costume <laughs> or the hat or whatever it is. I found that a lot of animals in particular don't like things on their head. Um, what can you do about that to ease them into something like that? Well, again, I think if you experiment with things that are not so uh, heavy, and uh, make them feel like they're losing their freedom, they're much more uh, curious about what you're doing. Okay. So you can ease into it maybe with a bandana instead of a hat mm-hmm. that you know ties around the neck. Oh, the bandana okay. is loose, allows them to kind of experience the feeling without feeling confined. And you probably don't want to do anything that impairs their vision at all. That's probably a little scary for them. Absolutely, absolutely. Work your way into it. They're they're not going to dress in a business suit for you with a top hat immediately. (laughs) (laughs) What has been the most unusual portrait request you've ever received? Oh, gosh, we get a lot, and there are some that we do have to turn down because we're always putting the safety of the animals at the forefront. Okay. I, I think one of the big ones was someone wanted to build a... Uh, Tarzan treehouse and uh, have their pack of uh, animals, and they had cats and dogs as well as a couple of ferrets in those outfits, um, but it just did not seem uh, safe to us. So uh, we uh, reversed that and instead did a, I've uh, got a, a nice beanstalk, so we created clouds in the beanstalk, and uh, we, we met that, uh, you know, fantasy look yet, it was much safer for the animals oh, and okay. much more comfortable. Wow. Do you have some of these photos on your website? And and what is your website, by the way? Thank you for asking. Our website is thepotographer.com. Okay. And there's no spaces and P-A-W-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-E-R.com. Okay. Thepotographer.com. And we do have a number of our photos up. Um, we do over 300 different scenes. In addition to just the normal photography, which I also love, um, but there are plenty of examples up there. We've got a uh, 4,000 square foot studio right around the corner from the John Wayne Airport in Orange County. Oh, okay. Uh, people are welcome to uh, schedule an appointment, come on by, take a look. Uh, a lot of people refer to it as the Disneyland for animal portraiture. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. We, we've got a lot of props, a lot of fun things. It's, it's definitely a unique experience, and that's what I enjoy about it. So you can set up some pretty elaborate sets then. We can build castles. We can build fairy forests. We can build uh, Santa sleigh. Uh, we literally can go wild with the amount of props that we have. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Do people sometimes want to be in the 
the portraits with their pets? Absolutely, and I encourage that. You know, all too often, I, I own two wonderful dogs, and all too often I'm behind the camera. Mm-hmm. And I really want to have memories and good photos captured. So I really encourage people when they come to our studio, you know, be prepared. I just want to get one just so we have one. Yeah. And um, I can't tell you how many times, and it's heartbreaking, someone will call me and say, I've just lost my pet. Do you still have that photo of me and that pet? Because I just don't have a lot, and it's heartbreaking. Um, But that's why I encourage it. They they should always do that. Now, this sounds as as cool as it all is. It sounds like it might be a little on the expensive side. Do you have a wide range of price packages for the super elaborate to the more economy scale? (laughs) Absolutely. In fact, that's the thing that shocks most people. Um, we're much less expensive than most other photographers. Um, our events start anywhere from a $10 session fee, and that's whether you have one or ten pets, mm-hmm. um, and, and go up to maybe $50 for our more elaborate. And then our portrait packages also start at $10 and go up from there. There's uh-huh. so many wonderful things that you can put portraits on these days um, that, sure, you can certainly go wild and, and do almost anything you can think of. But I would say most of our customers spend less than $100 oh, uh, okay. per visit. So we're, we're very, for what we do and as unique as we are, um, we are truly very affordable. That is so cool. And do people have to come to the studio in all instances, or do you also do remote shoots like if somebody has a pet that really can't travel, well, like a horse, for example? Right, and that's a great question. We do most of our photography in our studio because, again, we have 4,000 square feet. 2,000 square feet of that is devoted to props. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the props there and that. We have done a number of remote shoots where we've picked a particular scene, gone out and built it. Um, of course, there's an extra charge for that, so um, it's not something we do on a regular basis. But we certainly have done that. And horses is a great example. Um, and, and there are also, you know, we've done some things with cats where, frankly, it's better uh, sometimes to keep the cats in their home environment than it is to take them to a a different environment. I know my kitties wouldn't be thrilled about traveling somewhere, and they'd be just scared to death, and they'd have this panicked look in every shot you got. (laughs) We (laughs) would do our best to to, to soothe them, that's for sure. Okay, so, so you could come to somebody's house, but there is a little bit of an extra charge for that. That's good to know for people who have these shy or insecure pets that don't like to travel. <laughs> Ever do any uh, reptiles? We do, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. It is a whole different, unique um, look and feel because, again, we, we try and scale down to the size of the animals that we're working with. Sure. And um, it's, it's an interesting thing, but we have, and I I enjoy it. I, I'm not always um, seeking out the creepy crawlies, <laughs> but I have gained a new respect and comfort level from having been around them. Oh, that's great. And do you make them look like they're dinosaurs? Ah, you know, we've done that. Um, that's certainly one of the uh, typical, hey, let's do that. Um, but we've done some fun ones that, that have gone beyond... And, and of course, it always depends on the reptile we're working with. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, a lot of fun. That's the great thing about being a pet owner is you can create memories in almost any aspect that you want to. 
and photography just happens to be another one of those. Absolutely. Robert, it's always so much fun chatting with you, and I hope you and your clients have a lot of fun this Halloween and the whole holiday season, and you get some great shots and memories of pets. Absolutely. Thank you, and thank you to all the pet owners who visit us. Those that haven't, take a look, get a good laugh, uh, smile with us. That's why we put the photos up there. And uh, have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you. And it's thephotographer.com. Thephotographer.com. Excellent. We need to take a quick break now, but when we return, Elizabeth Zarkos from Hanalei Horse Rescue has an amazing event to tell you about. So don't go away, and we'll be right back with more Pet Place Radio here on AM 1260. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show with our old friend Elizabeth Sarkos, the president of Hanalei Horse Rescue. Welcome back to the Pet Place, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me again. How's everything been going at the horse rescue? Um, We're doing actually very well. Um, We had a very difficult summer, a lot of people um, having some issues with keeping their horses and trying to find them homes, but uh, we seem to have um, been able to find those guys' places, and uh, we're we're doing well now. Oh, that's fantastic. Let's remind everybody all about Hanalei Horse Rescue. First of all, where are you located? Oh, we're in Tribuco Canyon in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we have we have about uh, ten horses right now. Okay, and about how big is your facility? Um, it's a couple acres. Uh, we have uh, most of the horses. We don't put the horses in box stalls or small paddocks, uh, or we try to put them in, in paddocks or put them together if they can, so they aren't um, you know they aren't lonely horses or social creatures. So yeah. we try to stick go away from stalls and put them more in bigger areas. Oh, that's really nice. And how do people find out about you if they're interested in adopting? Is it have you mostly just been doing word of mouth, or I mean, I I kind of stumbled upon you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we had an odd name. It's actually from Puff the Magic Dragon, so that doesn't help us mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> <laughs> we um, we are actually on Pet Finder. Um, and if you just type in your zip code in Orange County, we'll come up. We are also on the Internet, and I try to, if if, uh, if there are any other pet um, websites out there who want to list us, we're on the Horse Coalition, we're on the um, UVA, UVA, UVA Coalition. We're just a lot of different places we've tried to sign up with so people can find us and we can try to help them. Excellent. Um, yeah, we're also on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Twitter. the place to be. How long yeah. have you guys been in existence now? Um, February 2004. Oh, so it's been a while. That's great. And about how many res- rescues have you completed? Um, I'd say around 30 We that, that we've actually taken into the facility and adopted out. Wow. Um, as far as how many that we've placed just by word of mouth and trying to hook up different people, that would be over 100. Okay, so you try and get people to keep their horses at their property while you try and find a new place for them to just facilitate that process. Yeah, that's our new business plan because it is easier with people would rather, you know, put the money into the horse and they would rather take the horse from the owner and then that way we kind of don't get involved except just to try to facilitate that conversation instead of having them... Um, pay us the adoption fee, that way they can put it directly into the horse. 
Okay, that makes a lot more sense, too, because it's probably a lot less stressful for the horses, right? It is. It is. The only ones that we take in are the ones that are literally going to die. Wow. That must be... um, that must be difficult and a little emotionally <laughs> draining sometimes yeah, well, to to see these animals in those conditions. Yeah, we just lost a horse, um, not this last Saturday, though, Saturday before, who, when we got to him, you literally looked like his skin was crawling um, because he had so many flies. He had flies on his eyeballs. Oh. He just was so tired. He didn't blink anymore. He just didn't care. And he was doing really well, but there's only so long that one can, you know, be in that situation before their body just starts to give out. Wow. How did you find out? Did animal control call you, or did you get a tip from someone? Actually, animal control called me because they wouldn't take the horse, and the vet wouldn't put it down. Wow, you're kidding. No, it was was frustrating. It was actually, um, it it was a... A big to do, but we ended up. We had a, a lot of help from the people in the canyon. They took over and they did an excellent job. They're feeding him about six, seven times a day, uh-huh. and just little tiny bits. And he was doing well, but you know, sometimes you just get him too late. But, was uh, this an abandonment situation? No, no. We do have a couple of those where people will just build their houses foreclosed upon and they just leave the horse to starve. Oh gosh! Like they do it. Yeah, it's frustrating, but. You know, you, you do what you can. <laughs> and you do have some happy stories, too. What's your oh, yeah. What's your favorite happy ending? Um, our, one of my favorite happy endings is um, Annie, who we still have, but she's just such a sweetheart. She was left to starve in a backyard, and her hair was, you know, basically taken or off from all the urine scalding, and now she's just one of the sweetest little things. She's very fat now. Um, <laughs> And then another one that was a very positive, we found, we were, they actually contacted us and he was going to die. They told us that if we didn't take him, he was going to die because he was just going to um, freeze to death. Wow. Or death. And he, we actually tracked down his lineage, found out he had been owned by Reba McIntyre at one time. And they ended up um, taking the horse back and he's now retired in Florida. Oh, that is wonderful. I bet that, that really makes everything worthwhile when you can actually save one and make sure everything comes out well and and it makes all the hard times and emotionally draining times seem <laughs> yeah. like you can bear them. <laughs> yeah, you do it also. Yeah. And I know that you have a lot of expenses running the rescue, but you've got some fun events uh, planned to help offset some of those costs, and one of them is a big medieval charity fair. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, what we were trying to do is try to get the community involved, something where they weren't just giving money, but they kind of got something for it as well. And so kind of like a medieval times type of a show, and we've invited about, uh, well, we have about 10 or 15 rescues of all different animals, and they were going to have jousting, and it's, we have vendors, so it'll be kind of like a mini Renaissance fair, I guess. Okay. But you don't have to dress up. Oh, but you um, but can if you want, though, right? You can if you want, definitely. <laughs> Um, but a way for um, all the rescues um, to make money. The rescues can sell tickets, and they get a percentage of the proceeds um, from any tickets that they sell. We're going to have silent auctions and trying to get the community more involved in the rescues and, and have them you kind of the smaller rescues that are around in Southern California That because we don't have a lot of money like Best Friends mm-hmm. or the Humane Society where we can you know go out and advertise on television 
this way people can see the kind of the grassroots efforts that we're all doing to help all animals. Oh, that's wonderful. When you're talking about other rescues, are you talking about dog and cat rescues, too, in addition to the horse rescue? A dog and cat and parrot, and we actually have a bee, somebody who rescues bees. Oh, so they cool. Get, yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a therapeutic riding uh, center coming in and, you know, just anybody who's, you know, really trying to help animals. Wow. And when is this uh, medieval charity fair going to take place? That'll be Sunday, November 6th. Uh, the fair will go from 9 to 5, and the jousting tournament starts at 2 o'clock. Ah, and the jousting tournament, is that um, people who actually do that as a hobby? Um, actually, they, they actually go to different fairs uh, around all of California, and I think this um, area of the United States. They're called the Imperial Knights, and they it's very similar to medieval times where they do full contact jousting. It's not a, not a game. Wow. <laughs> They hit each other, yeah, I know, um, and uh, have, you know, they have a broadsword fight, and they have someone who was actually trained in the Vienna Riding School, and she does a dressage show, so it's actually a big to-do. We were oh. very lucky to have them, well, they volunteer to come out and help us. That is amazing, although that is a hobby I don't think I will ever personally <laughs> yeah. get involved with. <laughs> I like staying on the horse myself. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. How much are tickets if you wanted to come? Yeah, tickets are $20 for general admission, and we have uh, $15 for seniors, military, and children, and children under five are free. Okay, and where is this going to take place again? The Orange County Fairgrounds. Okay, and do you buy the tickets online, or do you buy them at the event itself? Uh, the tickets are available online. They You just go to um, honolulu.com. H-A-N-A-E-L-E-H dot com, or we will have tickets at the door as well. Okay, and are you promoting this on your website just in case somebody forgets all the details of the dates and the time and all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We have a little uh, button on the right of the website on the main page. They can click on that, get all the information, and we also have flyers up on the website as well. Excellent. If somebody wanted to bring their own pets along, are they allowed to do that? We actually are um, asking people not to just because the other rescues are going to bring their animals. Okay. And we're going to have so many different animals. I'm not sure, you know, if we have goats and chickens and whatnot, I want to make sure that they stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Not to say that you listeners out there are irresponsible and will let your dogs run loose. No, and no, no. I just... <laughs> No, I just, I'm, I'm thinking more of the goat getting afraid and running out into the street, not sure. as far as being eaten. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, if a rescue wants to get involved, is it too late for another rescue to participate if there are other rescues out there that want to come on down and make this event bigger? Nope, we are open to rescues still coming in. Um, they get Again, if they sell 25 tickets, they get 25% of their proceeds. They get 100% of any silent auction or raffle items they bring in. It's um, we're And any vendors who'd like to come also, we're still open trying to make it as big and wonderful as we can. Is there a phone number that people can call for more information if they um, aren't uh, having access to the Internet for whatever reason? Of course. It's uh, 949 842-7408. Okay, and is there anyone in particular that they should talk to if they want to sell something at the event or or have, uh, you know, a vendor type of booth? Uh, at this point, they can call me, just Elizabeth, and just tell them, 
tell me that what they are looking for, and I will accommodate them. <laughs> Very cool. Well, you're you're wearing all the hats, aren't you? <laughs> we have a fundraising chair, but uh, I we filter things back and forth. So okay, you you just like having your hands and everything, right? And I, I you can't that, let go. So, I have a little control issue, yeah. It's my, my own burden to bear, yeah. <laughs> hey, I know that uh, Medieval Times has food when they have their big events. Are you going to be having food at your event? We are. We're going to have, we have about nine or ten different vendors who are going to be there with uh, lots of different food from sushi to hamburgers to corn dogs. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, real medieval style food. Exactly. Sushi, you know. <laughs> if someone was eating sushi at that time period, I'm sure. I'm sure they were. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now, uh, we talked about this way back, and, and we t- talked a little bit today about how Hanalei is um, kind of an unusual name for a horse rescue. How did you come up with that? Um, well, it's from Puff the Magic Dragon, like I said. It's, um, you know, lives by the sea and frolic in autumn mist in a land called Hanalei. And when I first started it, I wanted a place that was kind of magical where the real world couldn't touch the animals. It's, it's actually not even called Hanalei Horse Rescue. It's just it's a place. It's supposed to be something that um, is wonderful and, and spiritual and magical, and everything is happy. There's no pain. There's no anger. There's no frustration. The horses can heal. Uh, we have, you know, other animals out there that, and everything is supposed to be wonderful and, and not bad. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're really creating that perfect place. And if somebody wanted to come visit and just say hi to the horses, um, what is the address? Um, actually, we um, we uh, it would be best if they could just go ahead and call me, and okay. I can make the appointment. Um, we have so many horses who have um, issues with uh, their insulin resistant, which is the diabetic, or they have other issues that they can actually um, go into a diabetic coma mm-hmm. if people in all very happy trying to you know give them carrots or apples. So we just ask that people um, just go ahead and call me at nine four nine eight four two seven four zero eight or you know, send me an email, and that way I can schedule time for them to come out and uh, and see the horses. Excellent. Elizabeth, this sounds wonderful. The Medieval Charity Fair sounds like a blast, and I wish you the best of luck with the event. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on again. And thanks for keeping us up to date with the Horse Rescue. We need to take one last break now, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on AM 1260. on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. If you haven't already checked us out, head on over to Fred's Mexican Cafe at 300 Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach for doggy date nights every Monday night from 6 p.m. to midnight. Dine on the patio, and when you order an entree, your four-legged companion receives a yummy doggy stew for free. Dress up your pup for a night on the town. For more info, call 714-374-TACO or surf on over to www.fred.com. 
fredsmexicancafe.com. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please stay or new to your pets and have a wonderful day. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.